Okay. All right. Welcome everyone to um, Talk About Life. You can catch us on YouTube, Talk About Life, and you can catch us on podcast, Talk About Life. And uh, today's such a wonderful day. It's Thanksgiving, and I've got two wonderful gentlemen uh, from the U.S., which you, uh, you will hear and uh, watch a little bit later on. They will introduce themselves, Lamar and Jamil. And for the first uh, one minute of Peach, to the world, I'd like to welcome all of you to Singapore. I'd like to welcome Lamar and Jamil. And um, you know, Singapore is such a beautiful place, a little island. But this is the financial capital of the world up here in Singapore. You've got high-rise buildings. It's a, it's a, I think it's a smaller version of uh, New York City. But definitely, all the big brand names are here from from America. Whatever you you have it, um, the big brand names of America are here. The biggest banks are here and of course you have starbucks down the street so you always feel home <laughs> and you've got mcdonald's the number of mcdonald's every 500 meters in all the malls so this is like you you will feel like you are you are back home here okay you've got the kfc um you've got all you've got the big brand names and you've got the city banks um right. and you've got the exxon mobile and now you've got the pfizer and the you know the the big medical companies that are doing research for the vaccine, mm -hmm. and um, you've got a collaboration of Duke University with the uh, National University of Singapore. They are doing uh, some of the vaccines also. Uh, Duke University, one of the top uh, medical universities uh, in America, and I think a lot of your senators graduate from Duke University. So uh, without further ado, that was my promotion to you guys. Uh, if you'd like to know more, you can watch Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians, but that's just crazy. <laughs> so I want to give thanks to um, the people, the, the medical staff who's keeping Singapore safe, um, the keepers, the enforcers, the government who's bailing us out, digging into the financial reserve to send us checks, um, I'd like to give thanks to the mom and the dads out there um, who are really working overtime to keep everyone safe. The wives out there keeping the homes and the husbands safe and telling them, hey, wash your shoes. Hey, come and clean and have your shower and wash your hands, sanitize your hands. Uh, you know, I want to give thanks to all these women who are keeping the children safe, their husbands safe. And I want to thank um, the husbands and the men for being a good support to the women for being there and being strong and telling the woman hey things are going to be okay and also mm -hmm. the women behind the men <laughs> um, you know we need each other um, in times right. like this, we need each other so this is my thanks for Thanksgiving um, over to you Lamar oh man <laughs> That, how do I follow that? That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you ran down a whole list. Yeah, yeah. You, you pretty much said everything, but like, yeah, uh, uh, this, this, yeah, you, right. you hit it all. But I, you know, not not to uh, kind of repeat anything that that you just said, but so eloquent. But right. you know, um, I'm you thankful. Must took, you must have took a long walk using big words. A big long walk. <laughs> so. Um, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, I'm a father of two, so I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I'm thankful to see them every day and them being excited to see daddy, 
you know, um, my old lady, my my missus, you know, she holds me down. She's been very supportive. Uh, my mom, my dad, my sister, Jamel, Alexis. I mean, the whole I often won the crew. Right, I mean, right. I don't keep a, I don't hang out with a lot of people, but the, those that know me and those who I, who I rock with, I'm thankful. I mean, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year, but to me, it's like, it's been so much love and support. It's, right, right. I, <laughs> it, it's just trying to navigate through this pandemic, so I'm thankful. Jamel? <laughs> um, wow, well, <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm a little different. I mean, you know, I, 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 I know a lot of people, but I keep a small amount of people in my circle. Uh, I'm thankful for, you know, my family, children, my sister, brother-in-law, you know, that I've been up here in Michigan visiting them, and they allow me to stay here, so I don't have to pay for a hotel room, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for my mom, my dad, you know, I have a, a large family, and we you know very close, so I got a lot of cousins I want to be thankful for. Um, you know, a lot of them came on our show, and so I'm thankful mm-hmm. for that. And it's like we start, we start going on a list. You try not to leave nobody out, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a lot of vague, people, bro. You gotta leave right. it vague. <laughs> a, a lot of people that play with a role in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. At, at, um, at different times when I needed help, people stepped up and helped out, and so you don't want to leave them out. So I got a lot of extended family. You know, word that I want for you know, like I said, Lamar and Lexus, you know, um, became part of my extended family. So it, it's like when you go down that list of thanking people, you know, especially with the life that I have lived, you know, I, I have a, had a fall, a lot of hurdles that I had to jump over and pull myself out of, and people along the way play pivotal roles, and you know. I have to thank them for that too because if it had not been for them, I would be further back than where I am. So I'm thankful for a lot of people that have been placed in my life that pushed me forward to where I am today. Yeah, and I, and I want to, I think I would like to also, you know, give a one summary sentence and I, I thank God for that we keep, we have our lives now. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are out there, either they are struggling um, financially, they're struggling with their safety, right. health issues in this pandemic. Um, I thank right. God that we are waking up and having our arms and our legs. Let's give ourselves mm-hmm. a round of applause for living. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And, um, yeah. Right. And thanks the technology that we are. <laughs> oh, I, I love mean, your energy. I love right. it. <laughs> yeah, your I energy mean, is infectious. I love it. Thank you. Right, you know, right. if, if it hadn't been for, I mean, if there's anything to think about the pandemic, <laughs> if it hadn't been for that, I mean, we wouldn't meet. <laughs> right, that's yeah. correct. That's yeah. correct. You know, yeah. um, let's get some positive things, positive out of this, even in the midst of this great season. And a good thing is that 2020 is going to be over and 2021, a new hope is going to come. So on this yeah. note, I want to thank you, gentlemen. Right for um, coming to Singapore virtually mm-hmm. and uh, welcome you to Singapore once this is over. 
<laughs> yes. No. <laughs> we're looking God. forward to that. Oh, we would love to come out there and do a show in Singapore. Oh my gosh, that'd wow. be amazing. Yeah, you could get some sponsorship, some sponsorship money, you know? Get a ticket yeah. from the airline. Get a ticket mm-hmm. from the Singapore Airlines. Yeah. And tell them that you're going to do oh, this wow. online. Why not? <laughs> tell them to put you in a, in a, in a five-star <laughs> hotel and, you know, they do that. <laughs> yeah. And then broadcast it live and, you know, oh, yeah, look you, into you, that. Guys, you guys have it in there. <laughs> the sponsors are coming for you. Yeah, you got that right. Not, nothing is stopping you guys. Okay, so today oh, um, we're going to talk about this uh, uh, topic about Black Lives Matter. Okay. Uh, I just want to uh, have this uh, uh, background to our viewers, to the listeners. Um, you know, mm. we watch a lot on the news. It's really right. confusing, right? It's really confusing for us because we're not in America. Mm-hmm. And and we're not black and we're not white. <laughs> we're neither. <Yeah. laughs> and right. uh, you've got news coming from you're between the spectrum. Yeah, the, <laughs> the whole spectrum of colors. So we've got right. news coming from this source, that source, here mm-hmm. and there, back and front, right. everywhere. So right. so I would like you guys to demystify um, this topic, Black Lives Matter, which I think okay. is so important in this best. part. Um, uh, of history because people are now accessing to the internet so news are being broadcast like never before and because people are in lockdowns they look at news maybe 10-20 years ago if this has happened um, any part of the world you know the other part of the world they wouldn't notice because everyone is just like looking at looking at their, their lives so I yeah. think because of the advent of internet, the advent of the, the, the democratization of the internet uh, right. and the democratization of news, uh, you know, we are right. bombarded with a barrage of news from all parts of the world. Today, there's Correct. something from Middle East, something from Africa, something from mm-hmm. Europe, in mm-hmm. US, in Asia, and something happening right. with your job. You know, you are just trying to, trying to make, make, make sense of the world. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I think right. we can devote the next like 40 minutes for you gentlemen to tell us questions in this bullet point. What's okay. the definition of Black Lives Matter? What's the history? What is okay. it? Uh, how it happened? Uh, why it happened? Why okay. should the rest of the world know? Why should the rest of the world care? Um, what right. do your children know, and what what is it in the big spectrum of the current history? So I think these are okay. the five bullet points: the right. the, the four Ys and one W, or the five Ws and one H, or whatever. Yeah, you could start from right. from the, the the what is it, why is it, uh, where did it happen. Um, and whom did it involve, uh, and then how did it happen? I think that would kind of encapsulate it. So, gentlemen, I'm going to give the floor to you, and I'm only going to interject to clarify and for you to go dive deeper into anything that comes out. Otherwise, the floor is yours, okay. uh, yours uh, Lamar and Jamil. Take it away. All okay. right. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a loaded <laughs> question, man. <laughs> no, but, um, uh, at me being a black man, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm 
willing to say that the term Black Lives Matter is going to have different variations for every black person. So um, we don't all think the same. We may have Mm -hmm. certain bullet points that kind of is like concrete foundation that kind of universal, I guess, black rules or code. Mm -hmm. But like, to me, Black Lives Matter means is that our our lives are just as important as everybody else's. Um, What I think, what a lot of things that the media doesn't portray is that our black lives are just like Caucasian lives, they're just like Asian Mm -hmm. lives, they're just like Mm -hmm. Latino lives, they're just like Mm -hmm. whatever kind of lives. Like we all wake up, hoping to wake up to make sure that we go out and do what we need to do necessary to sustain our lifestyle for our families. We all have the same goal, no matter what color you are. So to me, Black Lives Matter is just saying that I am in the same shoes as you. I have kids like you, I have a mother like Mm -hmm. you, I have a Mm -hmm. spouse like you, I have a father like you, I bleed like you, I was born like you, and I'm gonna die Mm -hmm. like you. So at the end of the day, there's really no difference between us but just the color and pigment of our skin. But don't use your your quote-unquote fear of just my skin and not know the content of my character and the content of who I am, of who Lamar is. So if you can't so if you can't understand Lamar, then you'll never understand me in general because your generalization and and you and you're pretty much stereotyping me for what mm-hmm. the media is portraying right. people that look like me are, which is more than likely a false narrative. Now, is there people like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. But when I can, I don't have any numbers to back this up, but nobody really is like that. Like, as in the high percentage of the actual black community in America, which we're still only, what, 13, 14%, you know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, if you really want to talk about the history, Jamel is on the history. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's the history guy. If you want to know about history, when especially when it comes to black history, that man right there will take you to school in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to say when you talk about Black Lives Matter as a organization, as an ideology, as a philosophy, you know, you have to separate a lot of things. Now, Black Lives Matter as an organization is a new concept far as with the rise in police violence and stuff that's been happening, founded by three, you know, beautiful black women. Black Lives Matter as an ideology or as a uh, philosophy has been around since the inception of the Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm dealing with the United States now. You know yes, yes. Yeah, so, so the idea behind it, and Lamar hit a lot of bullet points on it, the idea behind it is that for so long we have felt like no one hears us. For so long we felt like we didn't matter. 
because of the brutalization, the terrorization of black people in this country. You know, you can start from coming over here off slave ships and the transatlantic slaves hitting this country and being treated less than as being bought and sold as a commodity, as a life not mattering. When you can go to, you know, um, reconstruction, you can go through um, the you know, 50s and the 60s when black people were being hung, you know, and stuff like that, um, burned alive. All those different things were happening throughout black history, and it seemed like our lives didn't matter. Like, fast forward to the present day, and you're seeing um, the Ku Klux Klan taking off their sheets and putting on blue uniforms. And now you see they are killing us in the streets. Now, there are some nuances in that. Not every black person has been killed by police. That police officer may or may not have been racist. But, but the idea is that it's a system. And that's where it needs to be attacked first at the, the systemic level. Because if you're in a system that portrays a certain um, group of people a certain way, you come susceptible to that system. And then while you're in that system, you act accordingly. So yeah, you yourself may not feel that you're a racist, but because you're in a system that has you look at another group of people a certain way. You're you a product of this system. You're a product of the right. system. And so that's that is, why you can see yeah. another black person killing another black police officer kill another black man because they have taken on that system in their mind and they don't see that black man as a human being. Okay, can I just uh, unpack a little bit because a lot of issues are coming in. So let's go a little bit slower. I think Jamil is going a little bit too fast for us. So let me just summarize your first point. Okay, so okay. you tell me if I'm right. I need to interpret mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as no a listener, as a viewer. Okay. The first point in a very macro sense of the word. Okay. Uh, from your perspective, you feel that in a particular country, okay, where you mm. are, right? Um, there is like a segmentation that mm. this is a segregation that okay, this group of people, the blacks, are seen as second-class citizens. Right. So does that kind of like make you feel it encapsulates? the sentence that you are being yes, unseemingly-put-as-second-class-citizens-and-with-that-the-next-bullet-point-which-is-the-culture-and-the-atmosphere-being-kind-of-shrouded-in-an-environment-so-this-second-bullet-point-is-this-atmosphere-that-is-being-
right? Right. And that atmosphere is now kind of like shrouded, like a climate. Mm. And what you are right. going to do, I mean, of course, that climate, like a huge, uh, I'm looking at it from a huge corporation point of view, it goes with <laughs> the policies, regulations, mm-hmm. systems, which is what yeah. the mayor was saying, the systems that permit, that kind of filters down to the smaller steps by steps, uh, right. daily lives. Am I right to say? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. the big macro system, which is the atmosphere and the culture and the, right. ad- and the environment that goes down towards all this um, huge macro uh, environment that kind mm-hmm. of filters down to the smaller day by day living. Am I right to say that? Right. Do I yeah. your bullet points correctly? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I mean, mean you go ahead, no, go ahead. no, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Jimmy. Well like you were saying, like so at the macro level, when you deliver at a macro level, you have to start with our constitution. Mm. Yeah, you, you took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> right. Our, our Constitution is the pillar of the United States. So, like, we if you ever look at the politicians here, they always point back to the Constitution. So, our Constitution and amendments to those constitutions, they all, you know, at one time or another, never included us. And, in well, let me say it like this. When they wrote the Constitution, we were still slaves. They wrote it in... We were still slaves, but we was not even in the minds of the people who were pinning the law. For the it country. was never written for us. I see. Okay. And so, in order to change any law, to change, order to change any law, you have to make an amendment. So, their amendment. So you you look at how each amendment was made and when they were made. There, you know, you have to realize they still were made by people who were still influenced by a system who never cared about us in the first place. Okay. So, so it's like, so it's like, it's like, like this. You, yeah, you're ahead. right. Because you're saying this, I, I need you to go slower. <laughs> because the people here, we are not from your country, right? So you need to go a little bit slower. Okay. So first okay. you've got this huge environment mm-hmm. that was actually being made under the pillars of right. the constitution is being built right. under the pillars of the constitution and there's right. a big macro system and i'm looking at it from a huge corporation point of view it makes i mm-hmm. think the people that were listening understand a bit right. more like you're coming okay. to this huge corporation right you've got yeah. these huge policies right and this huge policy have got some slogans right so that means yeah. you are not mm-hmm. made to be recognized in this corporate slogan Somehow right. yeah. in this corporate slogan, you are made to be like diminished in terms of importance. Am I right to say that? Right. Exactly. But, but here's the kicker to it. Yeah. We're, we're still asked to do the work. We're still asked to make sure that the corporation still gets rich because here's that little piece of meat that they dangle in front of us thinking that it's the better part of life but you're really just chasing it you're kind of like a cat chasing his tail you keep 
mm. you it's always something out of the reach of you to get to that prize so right is so you, you hit it right on the head that the corporation is that's what it is and they make the policies but we don't fit the criteria we don't fit the slogan but mm -hmm. at the end of the day because we still have to take care of my daughters i still have to provide right. food on the table yeah. i still have to put a house over my kids and my family mm -hmm. because i still have to make sure my mom is good i still have to make sure my sister is good my dad is good and at the end of the day hopefully i'm good so right we still have to go out and go pretty much keep putting money in their pockets and make sure we survive until we figure out a way to get up out of their thumb, which is the task of its own. So that's the that's the biggest thing is trying to find a way to get it up under the thumb. That's the, yeah. pe pe right. Black people will spend right. their whole lives trying to figure that out. Okay. How to get a under the bit, thumb. A little bit slower because I'm listening listening here. And the male okay. and Lamar is saying that because of the huge slogan of the corporation that does not put mm -hmm. you as part of the equal status employee or staff, mm -hmm. you are being right. in a way um, also because of the huge corporation that kind of mm -hmm. indirectly, unconsciously stigmatizes this group. Mm -hmm. Right. Am I right to say? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to translate whatever you say to my yeah. understanding mm -hmm. so i'm trying to decode what you're trying to say oh yeah so, oh yeah yeah so you're trying to say that there's this this stigmatization that has never been like um washed away so mm -hmm. so now you've got to tell us how did black lives matter come about okay uh the, like like Jamel said, the organization is like fairly new. Like it's just like any other kind of, I guess, quote unquote, government organization or political organization. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but the actual like Jamel said earlier, the ideology of especially our mindsets of being black men, we've always been under that mindset that our lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's is it's kinda we just unconsciously feel that way because um just kinda break it down. It's just that I, I say I say it I'm gonna put it to you like this way. So we're dealing with racism now in twenty twenty. My dad is fifty five. Mm -hmm. He dealt with racism when he mm -hmm. was a kid. He had to hear the talks from his dad about racism. Right. And then my grandfather had to listen right. to his father, which would be my great-grandfather, about racism. And then you could go down the line, generation after generation after generation after generation for about four, almost 500 plus years that we're still talking about mm -hmm. the same thing. It is literally generation right. from generation to generation. We're still talking about same thing as in trying to find equality as black men, trying to be treated the same level okay. as black men. Okay. Yeah. Right. Here. I think, and let me say this. I think 
where it's, where it's getting blurred is because when you use that the moniker of you know the title Black Lives Matter, you know that's just a generalization. And I, not, not, like I said earlier, because Black Lives Matter is has kind of came about after the acquittal of George Zimmer, Zimmerman, um, you know, after killing Trayvon Martin in 2013. So like that organization began to momentum and, and organize and start using the hashtag Black Lives Matter on, on social media. And then from that, it became this movement. So so when you, when you ask about what started and what is it, I think you're asking two different questions. Because you asked how it started. That's how it started as as the as what you as people from outside the media, of the United States heard about. That's how it started. But the media and stuff. But if you're asking us about Black Lives Matter as 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 a, as a question or as an as an ideology, you know, that's always been a thing that's um, among Black people since we've been born. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ralph said because. My my father was born in the South. He can tell you he he can tell stories about people being hung from trees. He can tell a story about separate separate bathrooms, separate places to eat. You know, Jim Crow segregation in general. Well, yeah. my great grandfather had relatives who were born on plantations, so we're not that far removed from that. So from that standpoint. We always had this scene to have to prove that our lives matter. Matter, yeah. You know, because not, not to cut you off, Mel, because okay, you can because you can answer this because you just hit it right on the head. You said we're not far removed. What civil rights mm-hmm. movement was what mid sixties? Sixty. Yeah. So you you you're you're still talking maybe what 50, 60 years removed. Mm-hmm. Like like so. How 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 quickly is it supposed to change generation mindset? Because all this mm-hmm. stuff is is taught by right. by people who's passing this down. Hatred and and racism is taught. It's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. you're still talking about people who what 60, 70 years old still probably around had that same mm-hmm. mind frame still had kids probably talked the right. same mess to them and then their kids got the same so you're still talking right. about removing a couple of generations to to get beyond that so <laughs> mathematically right. you know i hate to say it <laughs> you know it's not really going anywhere you, you you're still talking about generations that still have to kind of get out of that mind frame of of that that kind of negativity you know what i'm right. saying so i i i like um, both of you gentlemen have put it in different perspectives let me summarize my understanding mm-hmm. and let let you guys hear if i interpret you guys correctly okay jamal has talked about how it came about is a movement okay. uh tangibly it's a movement because it kind of gathered momentum the hashtag the media okay, right. that is the mm-hmm. things that is being able to be seen and manifested to the public right 
How, on the other hand, you right. also have mentioned the other dimension. That is, however, among us, it has always been there. Just that you had right. not yeah. gathered that kind of energy and that kind of force to kind of manifest it in a concrete manner for the world to mm. see. So there is mm. that um, history, or I should say there is a history first, and then there is the manifestation. Mm. Okay, this is yeah. what you meant. So what Lamar well, has yeah. said is that, oh, go ahead. And go what ahead, Lamar has no, said is that people still need to fight the mindset. Okay, so I want to ask you, gentlemen, and also Jamil, to continue mm. what you wanted to say. Uh, so Lamar talked about mm. the mindset that people have not broke out from this mindset. Right, two types: people who are black and people who are non-black. Right. Maybe other other colors. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want you to answer this question, uh, Jamil or Lamar, and then continue uh, okay. about how it happened and what it stands for. What are the okay. adjectives? Of this mindset, because Lamar was saying mindset, I want you to explain in adjectives term the mindset that is being okay, um, like a word cloud, right? I want you to talk about all these word clouds in your mind when you talk about okay, we have been stigmatized. What are the words in this word cloud? I'm trying to figure out and make your conversation concretize to listeners and viewers. Okay. Okay. How long you got? We got plenty of answers. Maybe we should do a five episode. Right. Right. Now go ahead, man. Well, I want to point out too. What I wanted to, yeah, what I went out to is like I don't want to oversimplify and saying that, you know, it wasn't the 2003 that that the idea of black people have a momentum. Because that that takes away the you know um, Martin Luther King's movement that take away Nation Islam that takes away from Ma- Malcolm uh, yeah, Nation Islam Malcolm X that take away from um oh, what's my man's name um Marcus Garvey you know that take away from a lot of people who have made momentum and moves to move Black people forward further so, yeah I think like you had mentioned earlier it's the the invention of the internet which made it go global because now if something happens here today you can see it in Singapore right now mm-hmm. some, you know what I'm saying immediately yeah. all you have to do is put out your phone, phone post on social media Singapore sees what's happening in the United States and vice versa something happens in China something happens in Russia wherever we can see it immediately where yeah. back before the internet it had to get a momentum for people to start talking about it. But then eventually it'd get overseas, but you still only had word of mouth. You didn't really see a big picture of what was going on. Yeah. So I think that's the difference that you want to, now I want to you know, make that clarity. Now, going to the about adjectives, when you think about a mindset, we talk about the mindset of black people, you know, the attitude can be, you know, one of the things you think about is being downtrodden, you know, whether that means physically downtrodden, whether that means mentally downtrodden, you know, when you talk about uh, um, economic disparities, you know, where there's this big wealth gap. Now, you know what I'm saying? When you talk, I'm going, I'm going to use the analogy used about 
corporation. Now, if you look at the job as a janitor, and that's not to diminish the job as a janitor because I had jobs like that where you had to pay the bills, so I'm not diminishing that. But in the eyes of people, that's entry level at the bottom of the corporation. And then you look at, at the CEO job. So what's happening in the United States is most people of color, you know, you gotta add your Latino brothers in there because they experience this too. But most people of color, they start off as a janitor in a corporation. And I was other start off at the CEO position. And now for me as a janitor, I have to go through several levels to get the CEO where the other people is already CEO, they always hit the door running. So that race or that climb up the ladder is harder and takes a longer. And then you got to add in that as I climb up the ladder, they move the goalposts. When I just needed just a, a four-year degree, when I get to that position now, I can get the, a, a, a better position. Now you need now a doctorate. Need a master's degree. <laughs> right. And yeah. keep moving the goalposts. And that's kind of the situation how the United States is when you talk about race relations. Okay, so I think making this analogy makes it so much clearer and understandable. So my, my next question is, is like, just back okay. to this analogy, does it mean that in this huge corporation, mm -hmm. they made it, they made it harder for people who have the equal credentials? Okay. You're trying to say right. that, that that's why I wanted to be very uh, uh, clear in the, in the explanation is that because of this so-called segregation or stigmatization mm -hmm. or this second class mm -hmm. mindset that mm -hmm. whatever job that there is, for example, you're talking about, you're using analogy of a job, right? The same credentials of... Right person like you with your color with a person who is a, of a different mm -hmm. color because mm -hmm. I just want to be politically correct or mm -hmm. apolitical right 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 it That's makes right. it harder for mm -hmm. this person to actually get a job due to they had to cross the barrier of right. the mindset two ways one is the internal mindset of the people already they have that mm -hmm. okay yeah i'm no good right i mean Correct. just like just Correct. like women right women okay i i'm i'm no good i'm right. the victim etc etc versus another mm -hmm. reason to think that oh you are no good da 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 da, da. so there's two two steps right. so, so it makes it harder right. with people with the right credentials mm -hmm. to actually cross over it doesn't make it more tangible in my 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 uh, I'm trying to contextualize and make it right. tangible for understanding. Am I am, am I in a way on that track? Yeah, you're on the right track. You're on the right yeah, track. Yeah, you're on I the mean, track. There's some nuances there that you need you know that explain a little better. But basically, what you said is correct. You know, yeah. because and does it also they, mean that the corporation did not allow that kind of crossover due to policies, yeah. climate? atmosphere the culture mm -hmm. that kinds of mm -hmm. compounded all inside to make this person a little bit harder for the crossover either due to ignorance or reluctance or negligence right right and see what i think i think what's so hard about trying to explain what's going on in the united states yeah. is because there's so many factors well, you know, it, it, 
it's so it complicated. is complicated. It's complicated. It is. Um, but just kind of play with this corporate analogy. If you, if you really think about it, America really is ran like a corporation. All right. So you pretty much. It no, it really it is. is. Your your politicians mm-hmm. and and are are your politicians are your CEOs and they are your you're pretty much at the top of that pyramid. The president the president is just the CEO, the face. And so pretty much the politicians are just like the the director's board and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So all of the citizens right. are just the workers. Of course, you got different levels, but unfortunately for us, the people that look like us, right. we're more more than likely at the bottom of that that corporate structure. And Even so, when you have the credentials, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And, and no, but, yeah. but 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 the yeah. but the crazy thing is, is that right. the crazy thing is, is that we have the credentials, and more than likely had the better credentials than the people who are getting hired for that job and so that's where the disparity is at because um i can have the same degree uh probably had a better gpa graduated with a Mm -hmm. better gpa i I got all the community service i didn't i didn't got i didn't did all the boy scout stuff and then jimmy who is of the lighter complexion all he had to do is really just be the son of somebody, be right. knowing somebody, and he has right, right, right. he's come out of college with a with a with a four hundred one k with a a pension, mm-hmm. and he's coming out of college making six figures. I, you know, like hopefully I come out with a job. Period. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? I'm hoping to come out of right. college with a job. Period. And not only do I come out of college, I hope I had some grants. I hope I had some scholarships. Because other than that, I'm already in debt. So it's mm-hmm. it's literally we've always and Jamal can say this because he's a little bit older than me. He he, he knows this saying. We have to work twice as hard. We we can't uh, we uh, can't spend a right. day being relaxed. We can't spend a day being content. We have to every time we clock right. in at our jobs, we have to give maximum effort, no matter what. No excuses are matter gonna what. matter. Right. No excuses are gonna matter. They are expecting us to make sure that that corporation is getting their money. They're getting that return on investment for you being in our job. But we're not going to give a damn about you. And we're not going to care about you. But you better make sure that bottom line is reading profits. That's how it is. (laughs) Uh, Well, you want to act? Yeah, I want to say, I want to say this. And I was trying to point this to out earlier, and, I, I, and like, I, I don't want to go too fast, but you have to deal with, when I talked about mentioning the system that's in place, the reason why that's important is because if you go back to the corporate analogy, or you get, or just talk about corporations in general, there are certain corporations that say, okay, we want to do better, we want to hire you know, minorities and stuff like that. But there are certain systems that drove the mindset of certain people that even though in the, in the mind they say okay I want to do right 
but they say, but you still, but you know, you guys always look for a hand up. You guys are always late. You guys, because this is what's in their mind from that system. And so, you you know, they in their hearts, their hearts don't believe they're racist. But because they have a belief, they have seen portrayals through the media, they've seen portrayals through movies and stuff like that, where they've been told, you know, they believe that you are a certain way. And so, even though they say, okay, I want to do right and do right, it still has this in the back of their head. So, I want to give you an example. My daughter, she, my daughter went to the University of Michigan on a scholarship. Exceptional grades and all the organizations, um, honor roll, APA class, you know, high honor classes, everything, all through high school. So she gets to college and she's in the, so the college she went to the University of Michigan, but, you know, had a lot of white people there, was not, you know, and she's in a class with, with a lot of white people. They, they, they're talking amongst themselves. And so one of the um, young ladies happened to be white said, well, you here because a front of action. You here because of a government handout, and you in the place of my other friend who had a 4.0 grade average, and she could have been here, but you taking her place because gave you this position, or because the law gave you this position in front of, in front of action. Well, what she didn't realize is that her friend may have had a 4.0, but she didn't do it. She didn't have any other other credentials that my daughter had. But my point to that was that they just saw her. As a black person, and all Mac boom, she got there on the affirmative, well, affirmative action. Realized, and then realized she hey, got re- there because of her. Hey, her, hey, her hey man, real quick. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, man, real quick. Be, be 100 with me. How you feel about affirmative action? Because I hate it. Well, see, here's my thing. I don't hate it. I understand it. No, I understand it. I hate and it. I think I understand why they put it in place. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it here's. It gave a lot of good. It gave a lot of people jobs. My problem with front of action, a couple of things. My biggest thing is that when we do get in those positions, we don't bring people up with. So it could have been a good thing that worked for us if if one of us get in those positions and we bring qualified people. I ain't just talking about just bring your boy in there and he'll know what you're doing. But qualified people, you bring them up. Then the front of action could have been a eleven playing field, a level playing field. But before, but because the Willie Lynch idea. It's still a lot of us. You know, I made it, you know, I'm not gonna worry about you getting there. Front of action did nothing. Okay. So can can I just also interpret uh, Jamil in very corporate mm-hmm. terms? Um, mm-hmm. Back to the analogy. And I think we are going into this conversation that made it so much clearer now, right? From right. ideology, because ideology could be really big and fuzzy. You need to read the books that is like 500 right. pages. Right. And now yeah. I'm a huge, um, topic to kind of how it's going to flow down towards the micro level whereby the, how it's going to affect the lives. So I think right. um, I, I really like what uh, Lamar has said but I kept quiet mm-hmm. so I really wanted to uh, thank Lamar yeah. and then after that what mm-hmm. Jamil has said regarding your daughter. Okay mm-hmm. back to the analogy about your daughter. You're saying that this corporation mm-hmm. has got two systems. One for the lighter color and, and mm-hmm. policies and also right. another system and policies for people of the black color you're trying to say that right and then also well let me yeah, yeah. go ahead and also that um 
this policy for for the for the, for the black color, okay, mm-hmm. it is like all encompassing. You can't break out of that. That's why we we went back to the first uh, 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 issue that you know because it was not based on merit, right? Because your your competition mm-hmm. was not on a level playing field. Because I think yeah, I hear that a lot in your conversation. There's no level right. playing field. If from oh, no. <laughs> ground zero and let the let the let the race start, ding 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 ding, and everybody right, right. starts to run. Right. Okay. Then right. at least you you're trying to say that if that if you guys are played put on the level playing field in a corporation, right? Mm. When ding 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 start, get right. on your mark, get set, go, and you and mm. people with that kind of uh, credit merit, right? Mm. Who, who 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 are already now you're on a level playing field. And you will right. move forward, but somehow you are being like, not not only you're not on level playing, you're being put back. Mm. Plus, right. if you do move forward, you're being pushed down. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Lamar. To break it down like this, so say me as Lamar and then Bobby, who is Caucasian, both were interns at, let's just say Verizon. Or a, or a corporation, and we're both interns, and now we both got the same grades. But you know, kind of what Jamel is saying, I had better credentials, as in I did like community service. I was part of right. this organization. Mm-hmm. I was part of that organization. I was involved in the community. I was involved in this, involved in that, and 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 Bobby did nothing. He just made sure he got four point grade. Right. So, um, but Bobby at the end of the internship gets offered a job at 80,000 and benefits right. as the wazoo but the most that they can offer me is 35,000 or 40,000 see see that's a, that's the disparity where where things are getting hazy at right. and and, right. and it's like like it's, it's kind of like a race and it's supposed to be a starting line and every party everybody's supposed to start at the same starting line but for right. some reason there's certain people who are getting pushed forward because of who they know where they live where they come from but we're it's still back right. here at yeah we're still right. back here at the starting line but they've been getting they've been getting a a, 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 a few legs forward so by the time mm-hmm. they shoot the gun and start the race yeah, we're we're running the same race, but you've got sh- they've had a, a shorter distance to get to the finish line than what I'd have. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So by right. so now I have to make up that ground somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have to find a way to to close that gap to right. make it right. a, a true even race, mm-hmm. and then at that point, you know, whoever gets to the finish line, whatever, but. Just, just right. to fit the analogy, it's like it's always that gap. It's like right. you know. I think, right? I yeah, think, go ahead. I think the bit, one of the issues too that we we need to address is that if you're another if you're in another country and you look into the United States, immediately you say, "Okay, I see this issue. What's going on? We need to just say, okay, everybody go and y'all run the race. You know the thing." But you, but with the point, with the point, to the point, but the problem people are missing 
or the fact that the fact that people are missing is that the way to build the biggest way to build wealth is through ownership, property, type of thing. And if you look at the history of us since we hit this country, the way we've been attacked was taking our ownership away, taking our property away, taking our things. We have businesses, they burn them down. You know, they redlined it so we couldn't get into certain areas to get property. Now, if you take Johnny, who had property from the get-go, and he just passed it down from generation to generation, they are building up wealth through generations. So even if you start me, even if you start me off the same line, me and Johnny the same line, he has that already behind him. So not only do I have to succeed and win the race, I have to build as I go, but there's no, there's nothing behind me. You know, there's nothing behind me that, that I have built behind me like wealth like that. Where Johnny has something behind him, he has wealth, he has um, generation, generational things behind him, a good foundation. And that's what the problem is, is that we haven't, on every level, they have been taking stuff away from us. So, and then, like, just because you have uh, uh, President Obama or you have a, a successful lawyer here and successful person there, you know, and they say, well, you can't complain because you had a black president. You can't complain yeah. because, yeah. you know, Jay-Z or Bill being there. You can't complain. Uh, you got uh, Bob Johnson over there. You got Oprah Winfrey who's a billionaire. You got that and, black uh, person. And those, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And those people, a lot of those people, they allow to slip through the cracks so they can have someone they can point to and say, no, we're not racist because of this. No, we're not against you because of that. But if you really look at it, from, you step back and look at it from a panoramic view, you know that's not true. They still are holding us back as a whole. And the biggest thing is, you know, it's fine. And I don't know the answer for that. I don't know which way because they talk about reparations, but I don't even know reparations are going to be you know, How do you distribute that? Rep- how do you distribute that? How does that come? I don't, I don't, think so. I don't know. But I just well, know well, that. I, I Go got a solution. My solution is it starts with everybody in their house. Okay. You gotta you gotta start with with your your own community as okay. in like as in your your own vicinity, your own bubble that surrounds you. Right. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? To me to right. me it's it starts it starts in the home. It starts as okay. in starts in getting educated about about understanding other people's culture and understanding okay. their I, I guess for back uh, for lack of better words their 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 culture understanding mm-hmm. their okay. their history you know what I'm saying and okay. and and once you can and like I said earlier in my eyes we're all the same we just was painted mm-hmm. in different colors by God. So we can't help that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. we, we can't help that. So I think people right. need to to start finding um, commonality. And if you really think about it, a lot of the people who are sitting at the top of this corporation, they don't do mm-hmm. a lot of interacting with us. So that's yeah. why they don't understand us. Right. So they, they don't, they have no clue on what we are about and they let the, mm-hmm. the media portray and, and build their image of us which more times than not is a right. false narrative so it's like 
Mm-hmm. They don't, if, if they're not interacting with us, they're not going to understand us. So they're not going to know how to, how to have those interactions when it comes to that whole corporate structure. So, I mean, at the end of the day, right. it's, there's just no understanding. And, and once you get okay. to that understanding part, then I mm-hmm. think they can, they can start building and breaking, uh, not building, but start breaking down those, those mental uh, I guess kind of generalizations you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. start breaking down those mental barriers that's blocking guests mm-hmm. start breaking down the stereotypes stop stop trying to trying to put all of us in one lump sum and saying well this is the answer because you look like that because that's not the case mm-hmm. you know I, what I'm I, saying? Think, so, I think Lamar has actually really put across a very difficult, you know, concept in terms, you know, to, to really make it uh, uh, bring across uh, to people who do not understand. So the first is understanding. Then mm-hmm. understanding brings mm-hmm. that mindset. And you're right to say that right. operation that the top board of directors yeah. never understood the people below, mm-hmm. never understood yeah. them and they never right. took care. So that's a, and right. also what Jamil was talking about, you know, um, I, I, I fully, he has like, you know, the, 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 the cloud and the smoke is now parted. You know, things are much more clear mm. now to, to a person who's outsider right. watching <laughs> it. When we are watching it, it's like, mm. what the, it's all just clouds. You know, it's all this <laughs> fog. Can, you know, can, so can I say one thing real quick? Yeah. Right. Um, and, 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 and just for you as an outsider to see this going on, yeah and for you to be like wow why is this going on but to to and and for us that that live this we're like wow the world sees this and they still don't care (laughs) they still don't care the the world is literally look when i'll put it to you like this way when when that george floyd situation happened it was people all over the whole world that was upset it wasn't just an an American issue because how I see it is to me racism has been a a more global issue if we really want to really talk about it so when you see that George Floyd situation happen there's people all over the world literally everywhere in uh, in the world and I never see nothing like that and so for outsiders to look down and be like wow America is really like that and it still plays with my mind as in if the world sees this and they all feel this type of way like that shouldn't happen this is so negative why is this happening but you talking about almost 400 500 years of it happening the world sees it and they're all like why we can't believe this. What is going on? And you still, yeah. and you still had that right. co- top of the corporation still maintaining their corporate structure as everyday work is just another day. And right. I want to, I want to bring what Lamar has said and what Jamil has said to tie in both of you. I think okay. Jamil has mentioned that the daughter, right? The daughter. And you're trying mm-hmm. to express that there is a systemic 
it's a systemic meaning it runs through the mm-hmm. whole culture organizational mm-hmm. culture or the country's culture it runs it's mm-hmm. like it runs through it's like the blood and the vessels of the body right right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah then I, i'm trying to uh, uh, explain it in a different way in a word that that i am showing okay. to you whether i, I understand you and that okay. jamil was saying that this is actually a case that shows there is such a systemic uh, discrimination mm-hmm. even when you never had a level equal uh, level playing field in the first place and now that even right. if you've got better credentials yeah put back you didn't have the you know behind you what you had isn't it jamil was talking about that oh we never mm-hmm. had the money we never had backup right we never had right. support we always are fighting mm-hmm. so you are trying to say that this generation or I should say not not the generation you're trying to say for the past 100 years 200 years it's like this group of people all right historically has mm-hmm. been put set back they're right. now trying to let the world know that they are ready and they want to have equal rights equal treatment and equal respect right right and also mm-hmm. that equal equality in opportunities to show the credibility and equality of reward right going forward we want in different ways right you uh, lama was talking okay i'm an intern right but yet someone called bobby mm-hmm. is giving something better right so you right. wanted to right. have all these facets to be aligned in such a way that hey we're not asking for handout we're not mm-hmm. asking for a million dollars i just wanted to have an equal level playing field oh no i need that million dollars though <laughs> I want that too. Okay, you know, and I want that equal respect and equal recognition. Okay, and and take away the right. systemic, um, systemic cultural uh, uh, pushing down of this tribe, mm-hmm. right? This tribe. Do you yeah. very right. uh, 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 tangible words? And also, you you did mention about. You coming into a corporation, right? Like mm-hmm. the intern was lower, was given less reward, and if the daughter in the future is going to get a job, she's got to prove like double, right? right. And if she's got to prove double, probably she don't get double mm-hmm. the amount of salary, but maybe she only like get like fifty percent of recognition. Is that someone right. has someone is actually mm-hmm. just you're trying to show that this is a a group of tribe that is trying to fight. Not only for their survival, but trying to fight for their recognition and acceptance and respect to have the equal right. place uh, in the world, which is your world, right, right the world now. Right. And 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 right. of course, so am I right in saying that to encapsulate? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, I and, mean, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you are. I... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And I also wanted to talk back to uh, Lamar that you have like beautifully talked about the mindset, right? People must break up of this mm-hmm. mindset, and I and I wanted to also continue with this analogy of uh, the corporation, you know, because so many countries are okay. run like a corporation, which yeah, uh, uh, America mm-hmm. is because it's a capitalistic country, right? Oh yeah, so that's why I talk right. about ROIs etc. So I think it's it's a, it's a it's an appropriate analogy if if. The CEO comes in, right? It's like the Facebook, the Amazon, right? The the, the big corporations that the world knows about, 
if they come in right. and they say, hey, um, you know, there's this term that I would like to introduce to you and introduce to the, to the viewers is that there's, there's a corporate uh, 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 study that is called the McGregor theory. If yes, the leader, yeah, if the leader comes in, he can either, to make the world simple, <laughs> okay, that's, that's either he can view the world in theory X or view the world in theory Y. Mm-hmm. If the corporation or teacher comes into a class or principal who comes into a school, the president who comes mm-hmm. into a country or the mm-hmm. CEO who comes into Facebook, they can come in with two views of the world. Simplify right. Of course, there's many views of the world, but to simplify it, you can take other theory X that says that, hey, I treat my employees, my staff with respect. I feel that they can take ownership, right. they're responsible people, and I don't have right. to keep punishing them to keep them straight. Mm-hmm. I don't have to keep giving them the stick to knock their heads down. Because right. I don't believe that they're hardworking. I believe that they're lazy. I believe that they're liars. I believe that they're cheaters. I will beat them down. That's theory Y. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay, just, just to make sure. Okay. But theory X says, I believe my staff. I believe my students. I believe mm-hmm. my employees are theory Y people. Theory Y. That they're responsible. Right. Okay, they have ownership of their jobs um, right. and if I'm not there, they will take care of the jobs. I don't have to use the, the, the live cam and the webcam, the <laughs> micro cam to be looking at them. You know, right, right. Spying on them because I know that they are people who are lovers of responsibility. Um, right. They can do their job well. So it's a different right. view of the world. So a leader who comes in with theory X, subscribe to that. Because if they subscribe mm-hmm. to that view of the world, they will use all the policies and all the systems that goes to follow through theory right. X. If another person who comes in the school of a principal, uh, the principal of a school, the teacher of a class comes mm-hmm. in and they subscribe theory Y, they think that their students are motivated. They, are, they take ownership of their work. Um, you right. know, they will respond responsibly. There are people who are responsible for their lives and their jobs when given to them. I don't have to use the webcam to spy on them. So they will use all the policies and all the systems to mm-hmm. for this for this view to 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 kind of translate the view of the world of theory wide. So in that right. sense, the whole corporation becomes different because the top subscribe the different view of the world. They either view the world mm-hmm. defensively or they welcome the world, which is theory right. why. That they don't use so much of the punishment, right? right? But they use respect and words of edification and encouragement and motivation. So, right. so to simplify the world, and I would like to translate what Lamar and what Jamil has said is that in this corporation that you're living, right? Mm-hmm. The top CEO and the corporation, the board of directors who are setting policies and systems, they are subscribing right. more to theory X. And therefore their mindset, which what Lamar has said, is they subscribe to this theory X that okay, this tribe of people are to mm-hmm. be punished. They are to be beaten. 
they we right. must have all these policies and systems in place to kind of like press them down because they are people who are <laughs> irresponsible. The people right. who never do their jobs. We must install right. the micro cameras to see if they're doing that. So that is the right. view of the world from theory X. So theory Y, you're waiting that one day you can move from theory X to hopefully theory Y, whereby the corporation embraces theory X. That they, they will right. view that people are motivated, people are responsible, people can, uh, you know, achieve. And people mm-hmm. don't have to be beaten. People can be edified and encouraged to excel. That right. is theory why. So am I to say that the dichotomy of the world right now is X versus Y? Am I yeah. to you, you can say that. You can say that. No, and I, 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 say I, that. I totally agree with what you're saying. But it goes back to the piece, and I, I, and I was trying to point I was making earlier too, is that I always ask this question. What's the name of the doctor who created Frankenstein? Most people say they don't know. Yeah. You know, but his name was Dr. Frankenstein. And I raised that question because everybody remembers the monster, but no one remembers the monster, the person who created the monster. The United States done when you look at Willie Lynch and what, they, what Willie Lynch did to the mentality of black people in this country, you know, Willie Lynch, I'm going to give a quick summary of what it was, basically what it was. He, he was called from the West Indies to the United States because they felt that the slaves in the United States was going to rebel like they did in Haiti. So Willie Lynch came in and he said, he basically said, take the biggest, the strongest, Later, you have and beat him to to he's almost near death. He said, "Take the um, take take Welcome. him, rape, well, take him and rape him in front of his children, rape him in front of his wife, rape him in front of everybody, break him down till he, you know, to his smallest portion. Then tie him to a horse and each part of his body to a horse and let the horse pull him apart." you know, rape the women in front of everyone. And so that mentality is carried down from generation to generation that we are always to be subservient to the European. So you have that, you gotta gotta realize that theory why is a great theory and I think that's how things should be, but you still have to deal with Theory X. <laughs> with, you got to deal with that mentality from the people, from the monster that the people that Frankenstein created. You know what I'm saying? So you have you have those two pieces that have to be worked. Where you have to deal with with the with the tragedy and that's been dealt with, and the mentality that's been that's been developed into black people, and set up a system to help them move forward. So theory why is a good theory, but you still have to deal with the mentality of us pulling each other down, us thinking we can't be better than this, us thinking we should be subservient. All those things are factors into this Black Lives um, Black Lives Matter movement. Hmm. It's, it's funny you say that, Mel, because I I think when everybody says Black Lives Matter, and they're like, "Well, oh, Black Lives Don't Matter," you guys are killing each other. 
and what bothers me about that is that crime is 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 something that happens because is it's a vicinity thing. Nobody's right. gonna go across go across right. town and commit crimes. Right. They don't know nobody out there. I mean mm-hmm. most people commit crimes because in their in, in the vicinity of where they at. And right. but more times than not, the people who you're committing crimes against look like you. It, mm-hmm. It's vicinity. So right. but and don't get me wrong, that's an issue. But my issue with it is is that the media portrays it as it's just a black people killing black thing. Right. I mean, there's there's all kind of people that who kill each other in their community. All the time. All the time. All I mean, the it's, time. The same, it's the same thing when when crack was when crack was was going on in the eighties, all they did was take young black brothers, portray them across the picture, across the media, handcuffed getting you know having their house raised into but then when crack went out to the suburbs out to where most of the white people stay at then it became an epidemic when the yeah. crisis became heavy in the suburbs it became an epidemic it became mm-hmm. a health issue but why not crack is not a health issue why would we mm-hmm. criminalize when they were more look like victims yeah same and they, they're dealing with the same issue you know, it's the same. So that's 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 the, that's the disparity that we deal with every day, and you, it's like you you want to you talk about it, and you want to see change, but then we have to figure out how to come together to create this change, and that's where the issue is. Uh, we as a we as black people need to come together, and then we as a nation need to come together. So we yeah. need to get some of those older thinking people out of office who's making these policies. Put more progressive people in there who are who think more like us, as you know, as a majority. Because I think it's more minority people who think like that who are racist and discriminatory and all that stuff. I think it's a minor, minority of people, but we need to get, come together and get those people out. Yeah. You need Please. more people who subscribe to Theory Y. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. right. The Theory right. Y needs to be, be more prevalent. You're right. Right. I like and, and I think we are now in this uh, time of history. Um, you mm. know, gentlemen, you have been so kind. It's, it's almost one and a half hours. I hope to invite you guys back for uh, part two, <laughs> follow up. Because I think we are just scratching the surface of uh, uh, the right. macro. You know, we only scratching the surface. Exactly and, and that's so true. It's just scratching the surface. Like this thing right. digs so deep, it goes, mm-hmm. it goes beyond this new movement of this Black Lives Matter. It goes right, right. way beyond that. We're talking about like, like literally the inception of America is mm-hmm. built on this whole corporate structure. Right. So, so, and I, and I want to like. Uh, um, kind of like summarize uh, mm-hmm. you know Jamil has put things in historical perspective right from a history how it how, mm-hmm. it, how it how it actually culminates to this point that it, right. at, the media is able to capture it in videos mm-hmm. and people are able to able um, to watch it all over the world um, right. and then people start uh, looking at this 
like okay what is this actually you know and I also would like to address uh, Lamar about you know um, why why doesn't the world um, understand I mean it's the same thing right it's, I mean, it's like my problem why doesn't the world understand me what does my husband is like he's not making a million dollars and I need a million dollars why don't you understand so yeah. I'm just trying to try, trying to say is that I, I think we, we are in a world whereby we are all in our microcosms of the world right we are all in our lives right. of the world we are, we are all struggling right. we are all struggling in this four letter word called life Right, whether mm-hmm. whether you are, um, and and I'm not saying that discrimination doesn't happen in this part of the world. It does. Okay? Right, right. Um, and discrimination does it happen in Europe, in other parts of the world? I'm very sure. You know, right. and even in Africa, it does. People are just discriminating each other. You know, where we mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. we are coming into a, a place whereby uh, uh, none of this happens, but it does happen. You know, it's just in a different form. Uh, right. just in a different color, in a different flavor, with different ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> of a different dish, you know. Um, right. And I think uh, I see that you, you, this generation of people who culminates this hashtag uh, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, uh, right. this force and this energy is actually a manifestation of historically. You know what has mm-hmm. happened historically with, with blacks, right. and you are moving forward because you've got this generation of young people like you. Um, you guys mm-hmm. are still very young. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this generation of young people, you're trying to break through. You're trying right. to bring your tribe forward, mm-hmm. and you feel the kind of sense of ownership and responsibility because of your children, right. of your family, or because of the economic situation that you feel that the opportunities are out there but how come we how come we can't get it you feel mm-hmm. that you don't want to be left behind anymore so you've got this right. tribe of people historically been left behind you feel that you need to take on this burden or this passing of the baton right from the past right. to the present and then you want to pass it and break it forward to pass it to the children right mm-hmm. so you feel that you need to do this in this time of mm-hmm. the history, therefore, the hashtag uh, Black Lives Matter plus the forces right. that culminates because of the internet, if people can do it, and then to bring it forward. And, and it is a time whereby, I should say that it mirrors a lot of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it mirrors a lot of culture. You can say, you can call it the Asians trying to break through to to another culture, um, the right. discriminated people. I mean, you look at different countries like India, there's mm-hmm. classism. You look at Europe, there's also classism, right? Even right. in Africa um, itself, different color, different shades of black. And then there are people who mm-hmm. say not black enough. You know, right, um, right, people right. are trying to break through. Remind and what is much enough. more obvious right now, because your tribe is trying to break through from historical right. past where you feel that the <laughs> clutches were holding you back. Right. Yeah. Am I right to say? And it makes it yeah. even yeah. much more important for people to understand what you are trying to do. Because you are mm-hmm. trying to take on this responsibility 
to push forward not only for yourself for your income but for your whole tribe for your children for people who's going to come after you am i right to say mm-hmm. it therefore the importance of the understanding of black lives matter i hope i hope i right. said it in summary oh, for yeah, you good. guys that's, that's good yeah. good no good no you, you you've been spot on with your summarizations right, tonight right. that's good you go you can write the forward in my book. <laughs> you gotta write a book. <laughs> you know, you know what, no. gentlemen? Um, mm-hmm. I would like uh, Lamar and Jamel. Let's give yourself another two minutes to summarize uh, to conclude before we okay. coming back to another session. Okay. Uh, go well, ahead, man. I mean, just to summarize it, I, I guess you kind of put a bow on it. Um, I will say this: We as a people, uh, I'm talking about black people. You know, first of all, we need to deal with our issues too. You know, deal with our issues. Facts. Like, I mean, the fact that we are fragmented, separated, and it's hard to hear a voice when it's speaking five different things. So we need to find a way to come together on one accord, same message. Because the overall thing we're trying to accomplish is the same. You know, whether you're doing it, whether you're doing it through the Nation of Islam, whether you're doing it through Christianity, whether you're doing it through Black Lives Matter, you know, um, Urban League, um, all these different organizations they have out there, NWACP, you know, all these organizations, it's like we need to come together, get us a strategy, and move forward. Now, that's one piece. Another piece is that, you know, once we do that, then we need to figure out, you know, how to link up with others that are like-minded, whether or, not, whether or not they look like us or not, because there's strength in numbers. But you can't link up with others if you're so divided. So first we need to come together as a people, you know, and I, see what, what, what's our strategy, what are we trying to do, what are we trying to accomplish, get this together, and then move forward, because all we want is the base and necessities of life, just like everybody else, you know, no different, and I think that once we do that, you can see some improvement. Now I give it to you, Lamont. Hey, well, I mean, you 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 kind of hit on the part that us as black folks need to mm-hmm. repair, as in right. taking care of each other. I want right. to pretty much summarize it as in outside of the community is, mm-hmm. you know, just find find that commonality because, mm-hmm. like I said before, we're we're really not different. No matter right. what, we're, we're really not. Like mm-hmm. it is, it, we we <laughs> we all have the same goal in mind as in right. to build generational wealth for our family. Mm-hmm. We all have that mm-hmm. goal in mind. We right. really do. Right. We, we do. all have the same goal to to be prosperous. So, hey man, I need that million dollars. Yes, yes, we all we all need that million dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, right, right. we all we all literally have the same goal in mind as it to right. be 
to be prosperous, love our family, spend time with mm-hmm. our family, you know, right. enjoy each other's company. We all want the same thing. So right, right. we got it. We, well, yeah, but <laughs> chill out. This ain't our show. <laughs> See, oh, okay. uh, we, uh, you know, we, we all, we all are trying. <laughs> we are all trying to be, make our mark in this world. That's, that's right, it. Right. So, you know, I'm I'm no different from the next person. Let's just all right. just That's try true. to find a way to, to get past the the minor things that's stopping mm-hmm. us from coming together. Because if you really take a good scope at the, the big picture, it's all minor things that is stopping us to come together as a as a mm-hmm. nation. It's minor. Right. And because we're harping on the minor, it's it's killing the the big part of the bigger picture. And it's so minor. So, hey, (laughs) what can I say? Thank you, Lamar. And I think Lamar has put it very beautifully, uh, Mm -hmm. finding commonalities. Um, Right. You know, and... um, and I, I and I and I and I wanted and on my part I would like to summarize uh, in, in two minutes also. Um, okay. Uh, first thing, um, to explain where I come from, this part of the world, because you okay. gentlemen have not been. I think Singapore, uh, and also to promote Singapore. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Singapore. After all, this is over. Right. You know, I think Singapore. Like to shout out Singapore. As a small little country, I think through our mm-hmm. very short history, um, and I think I'm kind of proud to say that, you know, in a diverse uh, group of people, we have got we've got Muslims, we've got Hindus, we've got Christians, Catholics, mm-hmm. Christians, um, you know, and and I think we have found commonality among us because okay. and I wanted to share this with you because I want to tell you, gentlemen, that there is hope. There is hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't say that we are, my, my world is a perfect world, no. But I, I realized mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of job to find commonality. That tremendous amount of understanding, because I hear this word from Jamil uh, Lamar, understanding, commonality, finding that mm-hmm. it is the small little difference that set us apart. And I totally agree with you because this is how my country is being built. And that's why I want to share with you. It is not an easy job. Okay. It's not an easy job. But I think we have come through uh, the difficult part of our, our nation building as a as a city state in Singapore. That okay. um, I'm ha- I, I I am colorblind, you know. I'm colorblind, okay. meaning that, and I'm religion blind, you know. Um, <laughs> I can uh, we we in Singapore. I'm I'm really proud to say and promote uh, to people around the world is that. You know, we can have the Muslims, mm-hmm. can have the Hindus, and have the Christians, and the Catholics, and then we can all sit together over coffee and put uh, pat each other on the back, and we say we speak the same language. Uh, uh, we call it English slash right. Singaporean English, like we call it the Singlish. It's just an amalgamation <laughs> of all the dialects. You know, but yes, we love each other to death. You know, I've got my, I'm a Christian, but my best friend is a Muslim. You know, okay. she was born in Park. I mean, like, who is a Singaporean? Who? As a, mm. as a typical immigrant country, you've got someone right. migrated because the grandfathers, uh, my grandparents, mm-hmm. my grandmother, I don't know a lot of my, my parents' history or my grandparents' history, but I do know that they came from some part of China, right? 
Shanghai, okay. whatever. And I'm the third generation right. Chinese. And then my best okay. friend, um, second or third generation Pakistani, right, Muslim. Okay. And the, and she's mm-hmm. grown up here and she's educated here. And I love her to death. And she loves me, <laughs> you know. And then she calls me, and and then we call each other. And she's now migrated uh, uh, elsewhere. And then we call each mm-hmm. other, and pray for each other. And I say, right. hey, you know, you know, you know, I have. I know, I know you've got some problem with your relationship. You know, I want to pray for you. And I said, in this pandemic, please pray for me. I need all kinds of God. <laughs> 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 you know, and and uh, I've got Hindu friends and, and I respect them. I've got third generation Indians uh, coming mm-hmm. here, migrating here from India. And we've got right. uh, new um, migrants from India, um, people right. with their culture. And we've got mm-hmm. um, people who built uh, their history here. Um, the Catholics um, and the Christians from the U.S. and all this, and and mm-hmm. different, I should say, different shades of colors here. Okay. I think it was through very difficult times that we have in a short period of time that kind of like wake woke us up that hey, we really need to love each other um, as one. And I pledge um, every day or in school when we're young is that regardless of color, race, or religion, you know. Right. That we become, we we are as one. That we treat each other with respect and equality. We are one. Yeah. Right. No. And and um. I we are one. Show to you. Right. There's a little bit of hope. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not easy as I would say because I've been to many parts of the world. People don't sit together. Um, if right. you're But here I would say that and welcome uh, to Singapore. All parts of the world. Shout out to you. Um, Appreciate it. Find that this place is a it's a small little island that is amalgamation uh, of many people and respect. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there will not be people at the tail end. You know, people who are the right. outliers who shout out very loudly that you know we hate you mm-hmm. and all this. You know, they're all well, right. all outliers. Well, I'm used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm and, used to you that. Know, you know, people <laughs> like people like us who are the um, people who wants to have this one world view and I, and I would think that the beautiful thing about the pandemic that wakes many people up right now is that you know hey um, you are you, you are trying to fight for your life and so are the rest of the people regarding <laughs> whoever you know of course there are studies right. to show like in different countries right um, mm-hmm. the numbers um, the numbers is scary but I would say that um, the virus doesn't really care if you are rich or you're poor and therefore some people protect right. themselves richer <laughs> then they'll mm-hmm. go up to the mountain they've got a bigger house <laughs> yes i'm not to say that <laughs> you know people who are poor doesn't mean that your lives are any value right. because this pandemic shows value of life doesn't matter right yes right. yes and, right. and i always tell my students in the past it's like i don't care if you're the prince or the kings of the world you know, because mm-hmm. you go to talk, the toilet, you shit the same like everyone else. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you're smart. Yeah, t-shirt. That golden, <laughs> golden toilet that you have that is, uh, you know, painted mm. in gold. I don't care, but you shit the same way. Right, that's right. <laughs> You're right. 100% yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, this is my two, uh, uh, Four five minute of summary. But you, know, you guys have been so gracious. And oh, I want to thank you it. for your generosity of honest conversation uh, with me. Oh, and no problem. And, uh, no we, we appreciate you having us. All right. You guys are sending such good vibes across. 
the internet, you know. And when I first um, have this meeting with Jamil and Alexis over the YouTube, which Lama wasn't there, but fortunately he mm-hmm. stayed. You know, then we we can all come together. I think. Right. Right. Lama always talks about commonality. Hey, I'm just gonna tell mm-hmm. the eye in the world like when. The, the husband and the wife fight. I mean, all fights are the same in the world, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> all, all, all men in the, in the doghouse worldwide. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But you're fighting about the children. You're fighting about the money. Hey. I mean, right. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to let you know that commonality is more common than yeah. you want, than you think, than you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And when people rush to McDonald's and people rush to the, to to, to <laughs> it's like there's much more commonality in the burger. <laughs> yeah. You right. right though. <laughs> you right. <laughs> you know, I hope to invite you, gentlemen, again um, for another session that we can dive a little bit deeper. And uh, okay. if um, anytime, not too late to understand what Black 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 Lives Matter is. I think this is the point to start. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So like, it's your point. Part one. Uh, part one. <laughs> 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 yeah. Have you guys? Thanks for such a wonderful time and a no big pat on your backs. Uh, right. Josh, pat on the back and uh, multi thumbs up. <laughs> and, Drink uh, up. <laughs> so today is twenty seventh of November. Uh, my time mm-hmm. and, uh, on your side is twenty sixth of November, Thanksgiving. Right. Let's give thanks for this wonderful encounter uh, with each other. Oh, man. And let's pray for the pandemic to be very soon to be right. over. That you guys yes. and spend some tourism dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta um, I gotta visit my my um, I call her my sister. She's in Thailand, and she keep getting she keeps Thailand. getting me to come want me to come over there. Yeah, so I can go to Thailand and then go shoot over to Singapore. You know, come and spend some dollars for the the the, the shop, the owner, the micro right. prices that is suffering so badly. Um, mm-hmm. I want I want the food. Yeah, I hope that you guys can promote your and women. Um, and let right. one another, so you know we've got more commonality <laughs> than, than you could imagine, Lamar. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm right, yeah. to say your dollar is as valuable as mine. I'm sorry to say that. Right. No, we need that dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you're a hoot. Guys, thank you, gentlemen. So no, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I'm gonna lock down uh, another date with uh, Jamil Lamar. Okay. Good gentlemen, yeah. and also not forgetting uh, wonderful Alexis. You know, you guys are so gracious. You've got your positive uh, vibes here. Yeah. It's because it's because we have been through so much as a people. You gotta, you gotta look at the at the brighter things in life. We're too happy. Right, we're right. we're too we're too too gracious and thankful to be living <laughs> to be worried about the negativity. <laughs> yeah. Let let let's thank God that we've got our arms and our legs and take the bus and our cars when like there are lots of people who can't because they lose their limbs 
you know exactly yeah. and people were struggling to live yeah yeah thank you so much gentlemen remember i'm, I'm oh. just going to text jamel it seems that he's the he's the person of coordination for you guys yeah, <laughs> yeah he is he is <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just here for the good looks in the conversation yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you I mean, and i like to Let's have our coffee and tea and our wine the next time over virtual, <laughs> virtual, uh, virtual conversation. Yeah, All right, let's do it. Thanks, guys. Have and a good one. Thank you. Blessing from Singapore. Remember to bring your tourism dollar here to help the poor. People who got their jobs lost. Commonalities. Commonalities. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>